All right, let me start this shit. <laughs> What's up, y'all? It's me and Ernest. So you love Ernest, same guy, different name. Back again with another episode of the Let's Talk About It podcast. So, uh, short episode this week, I guess it's going to be short. I really didn't have any topics to talk about, to be real, y'all. Um, so what I have decided to do since, uh, I believe there are going to be weeks where I feel as though I don't have anything, uh, I guess any pop culture is ish topics to talk about or whatever. I'll do movie reviews and obviously I'll talk about shows and shit like that. Uh, and as far as, you know, I got a lot of announcements before I get into the damn, uh, well, quite a few announcements before I get into the actual reviews of today's episode, but, uh, pretty much. Like I said, I, I, you know, wanted to discuss Green Book, and that's going to be a movie that I eventually will watch and review. Uh, it's not going to be in this episode, but who knows? Maybe next week, if next week ain't popping like that, uh, when it comes to topics or in the future. But um, I'm going to discuss, just, just share my thoughts on movies and shows. When it comes to the show's aspect, I know... Uh, well, I started this last season, and I planned on doing it every season, but, um, and I still plan on doing it every season, actually. It's just that the show Insecure, um, for those who don't know, they're not going to return until 2020, uh, so next year. I think Issa Rae has other projects in the books. I'm glad for her. She's in movies now, uh, and I think she has other things to do that she had to take a year off of doing the show Insecure. Uh, I have zero problems with that. Um, so there would not be an Insecure wrap-up uh, or recap, I should say, uh, this year simply because, I mean, there's no season to watch this year. Um, and those recaps that I was doing last year, if you want to hear my thoughts on that, you can go wherever you listen to this podcast. I'll go back and listen to those episodes. They're still up. Um, and you, uh, you can wait, uh, I mean, you'll have to basically wait till next year, uh, for, uh, uh, Insecure recap. So, once again, when I don't have any, uh, top topics to talk about, I'll do movie reviews, show reviews, uh, well, not move, movie reviews and show recaps, okay? Now, this year, uh, the show that I do plan on recapping, and hopefully this is a show that I can get to recap for multiple years is the show Pose. Pose is a show that I started watching last year and uh, I fell in love with the show and just everything about it and I wanted to share my thoughts on it. Not every show that I watch, once again, that I feel as though is, I guess, uh, recapable, meaning that that I I feel as though I can uh, uh, have I guess a discussion on that is more than just I like this part, I dislike this part. I can talk about uh, just multiple things. I have a lot to say about said episode or said whatever, right? Uh, so that's that. When Pose returns, that's going to be the show that I plan on recapping this year. So for those who do miss the episode recaps. I'm not saying that they're going away because, or they're going on a hiatus this year because the show Insecure is going on a one-year hiatus. Um, 
I'm simply just saying you're not going to get insecure recaps because once again, I already recapped last season's episode and I'm not going to go back and watch the old episodes just to recap and share my thoughts on those older episodes. That's just something that we're going to have to discuss if we ever meet in person or you just hit me up on, you know, social media, hit up my Twitter, you know, things like that. That's how we'll be able to discuss those old episodes. So enough of that announcement. Let's get into the two movies I'm going to review uh, and j- just to let y'all know, my movie reviews will include spoilers because I don't know how to talk about shit without spoiling. I don't believe in the aspect of spoiling anything, really. Uh, you know, when it comes to movies and shows and all that stuff, because I'm the type of person, and this is just me, and I know everyone's not like this, but I'm the type of person that needs to experience something for themselves okay i said this during my black panther review actually when i talked about that uh that's another old that's another older episode you will be able to hear on this uh podcast uh you're gonna have to do some scrolling back but that's another episode you'll be able to hear um but i basically said i have to watch something i have to experience something for myself because uh, you can tell me the entire premise of a movie from beginning to end, and I'm just going to be like, oh, but if I don't see it for myself, then, you know, it, it really doesn't have an, a, you telling me what happened doesn't have any type of effect on me. Uh, I have to see what happens. And then my uh, reaction, then I react to whatever I just saw. So uh, again, I have, if that is not you, just letting you know right now that these movie reviews will have some spoilers in it. Uh, I will do, and the show reviews, really, uh, or the show recaps, really. Uh, but I will do my best not to spoil every freaking thing, because that's not what I'm going to do. Uh, but to, to, uh, to save my ass already, there will be spoilers. That's number one. Number two. Announcement number two about these reviews. Unlike my album reviews, uh, which can be heard on the My Two Cents podcast. Yes, My Two Cents podcast. That's my other podcast that I do album reviews on. Strictly just music talking album reviews on that podcast. You will not hear music talk album reviews on this podcast. Okay? Wherever you're listening to this podcast, just go to my followings list. Because I know I have a profile there. You go to where I'm following in one of the podcasts that you're going to see of the, you know, few podcasts that I listen to that I follow or whatever. Um, it's going to be the My Two Cents podcast. And that is my uh, other podcast. Once again, uh, you can go there, check out all the album reviews that I have up. In fact, I upload the this episode. Uh, you know, the, the episodes on the same day. So the same time you're listening to the Let's Talk About It podcast or the same day, I should say, uh, you're listening to the Let's Talk About It podcast, whatever the episode may be. Let's just say you're listening to it on the Monday morning that I uploaded this. Uh, the the My Two Cents podcast uh, latest episode is already up as well or being uploaded during that same time frame. So you know, both weekly episodes, both weekly podcasts, both have, uh, talking about this podcast and the My Two Cents podcast, 
both weekly podcasts, both drop on the same day. Uh, so that's that. But what I meant by that is I give ratings on the album reviews, right? When I do my album reviews, I give ratings out of 10, you know, five out of 10, three, one, two, three, four, anywhere between obviously one and 10 out of 10. Okay. Movies. I don't necessarily want to do that. Now, granted, when I think about certain movies, do I want to give certain movies a certain ratings? Sure. Do I look at movie ratings and say, oh, I agree or disagree with this rating, even though I don't personally give ratings? Yes, I do that. But um, my, my thing is, if I thought the movie was good, it was good. It's either it was a good movie, a great movie, a terrible movie, aight movie, <laughs> you know, aight meaning something in between, like it wasn't too bad, but it wasn't too good either. Uh, so that's that. Um, now, enough with all the rambling and shit, nine minutes in, let me get into the first movie that I will review, and that is The Upside. That's the movie with Kevin Hart, and I forgot the other dude's name, I'm sorry. Uh, you know, I'm familiar with him, but I, I just forget his name, forgot his name because every time, you know, I'm familiar with certain actors and stuff, I'm more familiar with characters they've played rather than their real name. I know it sucks. That's not with every actor and actress, but that's just with a few of them. But anyways, this movie, um, I, when it first, first, uh, dropped, then again, a number of these movies dropped either late 2018 or sometime in 2018, uh, I don't really care, if they did drop this year, that's cool too, but my thing is, as long as it was a movie that I've always wanted to see, I'm going to review it whenever I get the chance to do so, granted, I'm not going to go back 10 years and say, oh, I never saw this movie, let me watch it, and then review it on a Let's Talk About It podcast, no, if you want to know my thoughts on a super old movie, a movie that was at least, let's just say three, anywhere between three to four to five, three plus years ago, um, and I saw it, I'm not going to review it on the Let's Talk About podcast. I'm, I'm just not. I'm going to simply just share my thoughts on Twitter as I usually do and then keep it moving. Okay. Um, so that's that. Um, this movie, I don't think it was bad. I, I, I thought it was just, I thought it was predictable, okay? So, like I was saying with the previews, when I first saw the previews, it was a movie that I wanted to see, that I showed some interest, or I had some interest in watching, um, mainly because it was supposed to be, and I'm going to say supposed to be, uh, it was supposed to be Kevin Hart's real big first serious role. And I will say in this movie that the Kevin Hart that you watch in this movie, to me, was no different than Kevin Hart that you see in other movies and just Kevin Hart in general. Now, a lot of people always talk about how Kevin Hart... <clears throat> I know... I, I don't know if... Uh, if, if that is uh, a, a big problem with other people. Who, because I've, I've heard people in the past say things like, oh, Kevin Hart, he only played comedy, and he's a one-trick pony, and and I know Kevin has expressed that uh, that was a critique people have said uh, about him, and I think it it bothers him that people think he's just, just, he's just this one-trick pony, 
My thing about that whole idea of a one-trick pony is there's nothing wrong with being really good at one thing. People like to make make it seem as though you need to do a lot of shit or you got to be good at a lot of shit. Uh, and that's not that's just not true. If Kevin Hart is just if, if if his lane is just comedy, and I'm not saying in this in this film he was not serious at all because he was serious, um, but there was nothing about this film acting wise or you, you the severity of his acting or whatever that made me look and say wow he he has this range and oh my god Kevin Hart just wowed me with how serious he was in this movie because it was like man this is the same Kev I've been watching for years when it was time to be serious it, he was serious when it was not time to be serious he wasn't serious that's been Kevin Hart all of his career so I don't understand why people make it seem as though Kevin Hart is just this one. Tr- uh, well, if you say he's a one-trick pony in your eyes, that's a one. That's that's what you think. All I'm saying is there's nothing that I've seen Kevin Hart in that made me say, "Wow, this is unusual of Kev," basically. And I'm not saying that's a bad thing um, because some sometimes it, it can be too sameness too to, uh, 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 what, what can I say? What should I say? Not, uh, I don't want to say too boring at times. Okay. Um, I, I will say that sometimes it can be too boring at times. Uh, um, because boring in a sense that and this is the now turned into a damn Kevin Hart. Hey, I ramble a lot. Y'all, yeah, if y'all don't know anything about this podcast, I got a lot of shit to say all the time, but there are times where I just ramble. Okay. That's what it is. I, but anyways, as uh, let me get back to the movie, my thoughts on the movie again, when I saw the previews, I knew this was going to be a dramatic film, uh, with comedy elements to it, uh, mainly dramatic, but with comedy elements to it. I still thought to myself, it wasn't the fact that Kevin Hart was, oh, he's going to be serious in this movie. Let's see it so we can see serious Kevin Hart. Because I know that was part of the uh, small marketing idea of if you want to see Kevin Hart in a serious role. Like, (laughs) that didn't draw me to it. It was basically just the premise of it. Kevin Hart being this ex-con, this black man, um obviously a black man who else is going is he going to play but uh you know being this ex con trying to uh you know have a second chance in life trying to trying to you know actually be someone be productive be a productive member of society then there's this white guy this old white paraplegic rich white paraplegic who basically is um, suicidal because his life went to shit after um, he one he finds out his wife has cancer and then they went paragliding and he ends up falling um, and paralyzing himself and you know the wife then now turns from uh, you know being this this cancer patient where she has to take care of herself but not only does she have to take care of herself now she has to take care or at least do her best to take care of her paraplegic husband um or paralyzed husband 
Um, I don't want to get the medical terms messed up. I know people are sensitive about stuff like that. I don't want anybody of any community coming at my neck about shit. Um, So I'm just going to use the term paralyzed. If paraplegic is the correct term, so be it. Just just pretend that I said paraplegic, okay? So I'm just going to keep using paralyzed at this point. Um, So, you know, shit like that happens. Um, The wife passes away. So obviously the man feels as though uh, not only is it his fault that uh, he got into this accident that paralyzed him. um, He feels like he he he's to blame for his wife passing. Um, So he needs a caretaker. Okay, so he. The, the, the caretaker that he has is this woman who is has been taking care of him for some time, but she she has goals and shit for herself, right? So she hires or she goes on this. She puts out an ad uh, for people to help take care of him, things like that. Um, Kevin Hart being that he needs a job, because he's on parole and his parole officer is basically saying, if you don't get find a job in three days, then your ass is going back to prison. Uh, you know, he, he, he finds this job, he finds out, you know, about it. And he basically, he was opposed to any job, really. He just needed signatures from, uh, places or from, you know, the, the, the hiring managers of, of these places he's applying to just to say, Hey, this person, I signed off that, you know, this person, his, his, his character's name was Dell. So I signed off that Dell, uh, did actually come and apply to this place, whether he got the job or not. Um, I don't know how, how that, that works with the whole, uh, um, process. I do know that, uh, you know, they're not allowed to, I guess deny Etzcons, and I know this is a pretty shit uh, uh, <laughs> uh, review, right? Anyways, I like the movie; it was so great. Listen, I'm not I'm not gonna be Robert Ebert, eh, whatever the fuck his name was, right? Um, I know one of them died though, so R.I.P. But um, you're not gonna get like this super breakdown of every scene. And listen, y'all, I saw these two films two weeks ago, man. Um, to be real with y'all, well, I saw, I saw, uh, saw this film, The Upside, two weeks ago, I saw the other movie that I will review, um, if Bill Street could talk, saw that a couple days ago, uh, if not last week, so, with that being said, these ideas are just, I didn't write down what I wanted to talk about, I just remember certain things about the movies, that I wanted to talk about, that's what it is, man, like, if you want an in-depth, you know, breakdown, I'm sorry, I'm not the guy for that, maybe somebody else is that person for it, or you can just go on Rotten Tomatoes, or whatever, uh, but basically, it was, uh, it's this movie, The Upside is a movie about an unlikely friendship, you know, you got a poor black guy being friends with a rich white guy, okay, poor black guy takes care of rich white guy they have ups and downs and shit they share their their experiences and everything else rich white guy helps poor black guy out with uh 
you know, finding his passion for in life so he can continue being successful and staying out of the streets and staying out of prison eventually and staying out of the system eventually. Okay. Uh, poor black guy helps <laughs> rich white guy finds a, a brand new meaning to life as to why rich white guy should want to live and it's not because he's rich and he has so much money he could buy whatever the fuck he wants because clearly rich white guy was miserable as fuck and wanted to die with all the money that he has okay and rich white guy even said that he was richer than jay-z when poor black guy Dell, played by kevin hart um asked him you know are you richer than Jay-Z or whatever? Or are you as rich as Jay-Z? And he said he was richer. Which white guy said that? So, I mean, I believe this was based on a true story as well, which was why I wanted to see it. Now, I know a lot of people uh, have issues with white savior movies <laughs> or black knight savior movies, I guess, or, black, you know, movies where you have a... A white guy, mainly a white guy, let's just say that, um, but a white guy helping out these pole black folks and shit, uh, but I think, again, if the movie shows a genuine type of relationship between someone black and someone white, or someone white and someone non-black, or someone black and someone non-white, I think we just need to look at these films as a thing of beauty and hope for humanity. Not everything has to be this whole big idea of anti, uh, of black versus white. Not everything has to be a big race war. Not everything is as simple as saying, oh, this white person only did this because they were feeding their ego. Or they only looked at this black person this way because they wanted to make it seem as though directors and the creators want to push this narrative of it's up to black folks to save white folks while white folks just reap all the benefits of every fucking thing in the world right it's not always like that and if you really think it and trust me i'm the most radical motherfucker i know but if you're really always thinking that way then i don't know there's something wrong with you i don't know man like the, the thing is, you, you can't you, you can't look at things like that all, all the time. Um, because, again, this was... Uh, again, I, I'm not 100% sure this was based on a true story. But the fact of the matter is, uh, based off the ending, both these two gentlemen still remain friends. They still remain... Uh, 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 you know, important in, in each other's life. Um, and I don't see why that is a bad, why that should be seen as a bad thing, no matter the race, no matter the gender, no matter the whatever, right? No matter the differences of the people. I mean, again, I talk about this. I, I've mentioned this before on this podcast. You cannot talk about how you want <clears throat> racism and all this other uh you know all this other shit about being separated uh, uh you all this division right period you can't talk about 
how you want all this division to end. But then when you have movies or real life situations where there is no division uh, or people are coming together despite their differences, you want to, ah, you know, he ain't genuine about their friendship. Ah, uh, he only doing it because he, yeah, he's a white savior. Ah, uh, he's only relying on that black, like, come on now. Yes, there are times where that is, <laughs> that is obvious. <laughs> and it should be called out when it is obvious. But in a case, uh, in a situation like this, nah, man. Um, I think it was a, a, a good movie. I think the reason why it didn't do so well um, or didn't do as well as maybe, you know, I don't know. I don't know how it did, actually did, honestly. I just don't think it did as well as I probably thought it would, it, it, it could have done or should have done. Um, but, you know, I, I think the part of it was because of the drama Kev was in around the time the movie was coming out. This was around the time, this is also around the time where... <clears throat> Uh, he announced that he was going to be hosting the Oscars or the Oscars. Uh, he denied, uh, you know, the Oscars uh, invitation or whatever. Or he stepped down from it, I guess, because he would not apologize again for apologizing again for apologizing for those homophobic tweets uh, uh, that he he had five years ago or so. Right. Uh, probably six years ago now. But um yeah, I I think that's part of it. I won't say this is the best movie ever. I'm not going to even hype it up and be like, oh my God, I, I just cried. It was so tear-jerking. Nah. Um, one gripe I had about the movie was, I think, and I think I mentioned this. I didn't just elaborate on it. I think it's very predictable. I think the previews, honestly, and, 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 and I'm telling y'all this, not to try to shy y'all away from the movie, but it's probably going to shy y'all away from the movie. I think the previews, if you watch the previews enough, you already know what the fuck was going to happen in the movie. I Even despite me spoiling shit for y'all, um, I think you already knew what was going to happen in the movie. That could be just me and my natural... Uh, creative brain just just being oh I knew that I saw that coming but a lot of the shit that happened in this movie I honestly knew what's going to happen um, I did think it was cool though uh, a lot of the subs I, I, I'm trying to say this word subtleties right uh, of the movies right I, those are, I think there was a lot of subtle uh, things that flew under the radar had you not been paying attention in the movies, like when Dell met his father, well, didn't even meet his father, but when Dell saw his father, uh, he didn't even revert, re- refer to his father as dad or anything, he just referred to him as Dell. The thing is, and I think this may maybe you saw the movie and you missed it, but remember the scene where the you know, the taller gentleman, <laughs> uh, I, I guess the OG or whatever gave Dap to Dell's son, um, yeah, and Dell got out the car, and he, he, Dell being Kevin Hart in this situation, not Dell Sr., but Dell Jr., but, uh, Dell got out the car, and he's like, oh, what are you doing talking to my son, and this, that, and the third, right, um, and he got upset with the dude, and then he called the dude Dell, 
right? Now, when I saw that, I'm like, hold up, isn't that your name? And then it dawned on me, like, probably, like, 30 minutes afterward, like, oh, shit, that was his dad. <laughs> why would two, why would this movie put two guys named Dell, unless Dell, unless little Dell, Kev, was, I guess, stole Big Dell's identity, but then I'm like, nah, I think that's his dad. Um, another thing that gave it away, right, other than me giving it away to y'all right now, but another thing that gave it away is, uh, Kev uh, Wodell was telling um, Philip. Philip is the white dude's name, right? Uh, Philip is the paralyzed guy, okay? Played by the actor that I know, but I don't know his name. So, Philip, uh, Dell was telling Philip uh, about how he met his father uh, for the first time in prison. They were locked up together. And the first thing Dell Sr. said to Dell Jr. when he saw him. Um, was welcome home, son, or something like that. Welcome home, I believe that was the quote, right? And Dell's just Dell Junior is like, what kind of shit? Who 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 the fuck says that to their son and shit like that, right? This is one of the serious moments that Kevin Hart was in. Okay, for those wondering. Um, then there was a time where fast forward later on in the story, uh, Philip Dell Philip just just spirals out of nowhere because. He gets he he tur- he he becomes angry and then he fires everybody in his fucking life and because he put he's pushing people away because he's afraid of losing people uh, because of what happened to him because obviously he was in love with his wife at the time and uh, they were married and stuff and lost the love of his of his life to cancer. And then when he lost his ability to basically move, um, he lost a lot of friends or a lot of people he thought were friends, a lot of close people that he held, uh, a lot of people he held close to his heart or whatever because they didn't want to fuck with him anymore because they couldn't benefit from him. Even though he was still rich, they didn't want to hang around with a paralyzed person basically, right? So they just dipped out of his life. So his way of coping with that type of pain was pushing people away before they could leave him all right so he gets into an argument with Dell at some point Dell Jr by the way he gets into an argument with Dell Jr I'm gonna just keep calling him Dell because the thing is Dell Jr did not even go by Junior they said his last name his first last name he didn't even add the junior to his name so another thing that obviously tells me that he has uh, that Dell Senior is not only they, they it wasn't just two dudes with the same name, but it that was that was his pops. Um, was once again they get into a fight. Dell June, hold on, I don't even think this is the fight scene actually. Maybe. Maybe after the fight scene. I know this. <laughs> Listen, y'all, two weeks ago. And I, it was my first time watching it. It wasn't like I, I watched this movie 10 times. Nah. Um, so, Dell, anyways, Dell Jr. is walking on a basketball court. Dell Sr. is on that basketball court with all the hood niggas and everything. Dell Jr. walks past Dell uh, Sr., his pops, right? Dell Sr. once again says, Welcome home son or something like that just welcome home um Del Jr. gives him the look shakes his head walks away basically the same shit 
the same shit he said his father told him when he was locked up in prison or when he first saw him in prison. Um, so that's what that was a like a, a one of the subtle move uh, moments of the movie that I I I I looked at and it was like oh that was pretty pretty interesting the way they did it and again the fact that Dell Jr. De- doesn't even go by Dell Jr. he he lives as though he's uh you know the first Dell I guess Dell whatever his last name was uh, let's just say Dell Hart since it was played by Kevin Hart. His last name was in a movie I just don't remember. So let's just say Dell Hart. So he lives as though he is the first Dell Hart when actually there was a, a there's an actual Dell Hart senior in the movie. Not literally, but you know, he does have a pops. Um so that was one. The other one, the redhead lady that was taking care of <laughs> of Philip. Um she talked about how, and I could be wrong about this, but I think the dude Philip and her, their history, uh, was, is, was more than just this white lady who admired Philip because he wrote a lot of books and he did, uh, you know, he, he made a lot of money. I think he was like a business consultant for, for, you know, billionaires and shit like that. So of course he made money or some shit like that. Um, so, um, yeah, obvious, it was obvious she had feelings for, it. uh, Philip. I think that's the obvious part. I'm not, that's not even a subtlety. I'm saying that she talked about there was one time where she was once married, um, to a guy and Dell. Kevin Hart's Dell, not, you know, I'm not even going to mention Dell Sr. anymore, so when I say Dell, I'm talking about Kevin Hart, uh, so Dell, um, brings up, oh, what did your husband look like, or what type of guys are you into, and she talks about how she's into men with no beards, uh, obviously that was a little Easter egg for Philip, because Philip, for mo- the majority of the movie, did not have a beard, uh, he you know, developed a beard after he ended up spiraling out of control and firing Dell. And, uh, after a uh, redhead lady either quit or got fired, uh, it wasn't clear. It was just clear that she left at some point. Um, you know, at, and this was a point after Dell got fired. Um, but basically, um, It, it was just, I, I think that she was once married to Philip too. I think Philip was married twice. Okay. Uh, and probably, and I could be messing this one up. Cause this one, I know I'm wrong. Uh, well, I don't know I'm wrong in. I just think that, uh, their marriage didn't last for whatever reasons. And then Philip ended up marrying the woman that ended up dying of cancer. And then, you know, homegirl his ex-wife came back into his life. Um, I could be wrong on that one. I know I'm not wrong on the whole Dell situation. I know that was a subtlety in the movie that I thought was interesting and shit. So maybe you'll find it interesting too if you watch the uh, film. But all in all, I think that these movies that show like the un- un- unlikely friendships between two people, 
I like these movies. And I know, uh, again, I mentioned before, people have problems with movies like that or stories like that because they're ignorant, really. But because they're like, oh, it's just a white saber thing or it's just a black knight type of thing and all this other shit. And it's like, how are y'all the same people who want racism to end but don't like seeing black and white people being friends with one another? I don't get it. Now, if it's done as atrocious as Green Book, which I still have yet to see in Green Book, but from the shit that I heard, I don't think it's going to be done right. Again, when I when I watch that, I'll let y'all know. Um, but if it's done atrociously, <laughs> got to use my T-I's S-A-T words. If it's done atrociously, then sure clown the shit talk bad about the shit but i don't think the upside was done atrociously i i really think that it was a good story uh and sure the movie uh could have i think they could have dived in or dove into a lot of situations uh that could have been more important than just uh i think the movie could have dove into a lot of other uh situations basically of you know what what what's going on with with you know did because I, I i don't know if you know i i don't know maybe it's based on a true story they didn't want to put in too many too much information i feel as though the movie could have showcased more but for what it did showcase it wasn't too bad so though that being said i did like watching the movie i think it was a good movie that's what my rating is i think thought it was a good movie um, I don't see it being as, I don't see there being a sequel, uh, unless again, if it is a true story and the people who are, I hope the people, if it is a true story though, I hope everyone is still alive. Like I hope that Dell, I hope Philip, I hope all these people are still living just so they can show the world today that it's still possible that this friend it one i hope they're still living i hope they're still friends that's the number two that's most important um actually that they're i hope they're still friends because what's the point in living (laughs) if y'all ain't gonna be friends nah (laughs) but um nah i really hope that uh, if it is a true story again i'll look that information up and then smile to myself if it is true uh but i hope if there's living that you know it that they're still friends so they can show the world that it's, it's all possible that you don't have to be surrounded by people of your your nationality your community or just your way of living to find somebody in your life that is special to you that can show you uh i can show you what life is like you know uh like the like what i mean by how life is like is um like is it worth living i guess or whatever or just the beauty of life is what i want to say right someone who can show you the beauty of life um and i think that's dope man um that they both could do that and yeah that's that so i think it's a good movie uh on i'm gonna hit y'all with an ad because you know i'm still hitting y'all with ads in these episodes i don't give a fuck uh, <laughs> anyways i'm gonna hit y'all with an ad and then we'll get on to the If Bill Street Could Talk. My thoughts on If Bill Street Could Talk. So stay tuned. All 
All right, so we back. My thoughts on if Bill Street could talk. Uh, this one, I feel as though that um, is the better movie <laughs> that I saw uh, as of recent of the two films that I'm reviewing. Uh, that doesn't take away from the upside. I'm just saying that this movie, to me, was better. Um, I heard a lot of critiques. Well, not even a lot, but I heard some critiques that I felt was heavy about the film from some trusted individuals. And once I saw this film, I disagreed with the majority of those people's thoughts and feelings of this movie. Um, those individuals uh, that was detailing their, their thoughts on it, they didn't like the movie. Um, and I absolutely like, I really liked this movie. I'm not going to say I loved it. I'm going to say I really liked it. So, you know, that's another rating of mine. Y'all can feel however you want to feel about it. But I really did like this movie. Uh, dramatics aside, dramatic acting aside and all dramatic everything. Because this film is super dramatic. I'm talking uber dramatic. I'm talking from the fucking acting to the cinematography to the music, to the everything. Everything about this film is just screams dramatic, okay? Um, there are times where the dramatic was good, where I the drama, the dramatic acting, or just the dramatic everything was good to me to where I was like, okay, then I could vibe with it. There are other times when it was like, this is kind of cringy, all right? So people said that. I, I've heard people say things that about this film, and I totally agree. Um you know, this is, this movie was a <laughs> hundred times more dramatic than, uh, Moonlight, uh, which is another Barry Jenkins directed film, um, that I actually liked as well. I won't do a, a review on it because shit, <laughs> uh, it's old, sorry, <laughs> but, um, another film that I like from Barry Jenkins. So Barry Jenkins, I, I, even though I believe this film, uh, Bill Street, if Bill Street could talk, is very dramatic in ways to where if I didn't really like the story, I can see myself agreeing with those who did not like the movie. I think the story in general, though, um, was uh, one that I thought was good in a sense of it. It you know it's based off a of James 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 uh, Baldwin novel. Um, you know, I'm a big James Baldwin fan. I I've actually have never read a James Baldwin book in my life. I, I'm going to try to read some or at least look for some now. Um, how I know of James Baldwin is simply because of the activism and, and, and interviews I've seen and all that other stuff. But I've never actually picked up a James Baldwin book and read it, read one for myself. But um, to hear that to find out he was, a, well, I knew this before watching the movie, but when I found out he was also a writer alongside with just him having the same thoughts and the feelings and opinions about racing and, and, and just a lot of things that I had, obviously I was like, yeah, this guy, uh, this guy's a really great guy. I became a big fan and stuff. So this doesn't take away uh, the, the film being super dramatic doesn't take away my thoughts about James, the possibly the book or just James Baldwin in general. It doesn't take away 
anything from Barry Jenkins. Like I said, Barry Jenkins is two for two for me uh, in the director's sphere. So, um, yeah, he, he, he produces more great content. He could be in the same realm as Spike Lee, meaning he could be one of my favorite directors. I'm not going to say he's going to be in the same level as Spike. He's going to have to put many years, many, many moons, many moonlights, <laughs> you know, uh, not literal moonlights, not the movie, but like many moons. He's going to have to, you know, do that, do great movies for that for him to be of a Spike Lee level, but for his big two films or the big two films that I saw of his, not bad. Um, but let me get on to what I liked about the movie. As I said, I think the story was, was a great story. Um, I think that even though the acting was hella dramatic, um, I think all of the actors now I forget the act. Well, I actually don't know the actress's name who played, Tish. Um, one of the other critiques I heard somebody say was that she looked in the movie, she's 19, but, well, she's playing a 19 year old, uh, girl. Okay. But she seems so much younger than that. And there were really certain times in the movie where I saw that and it really made the love scenes, especially creepy as fuck because uh, the actor who played Fani was uh, playing a 22-year-old. And the story is a, uh, the male is 22. Um, the male being Fani or Alfonso. Um, or Alonzo was his first name. Uh, but, you know, nickname was Fani. And the uh, lead female protagonist was uh, Tish. And she's 19 years old. Um... So they had a relationship and I'm not saying there's, I'm creeped out because who a 19 year old and a 22 year old, I, I say, shit, I, I don't even say 18. I say, once you hit 19 and you, you, that's when you really into some like adulthood shit, 18 and shit. Granted, 19 still has teen at the end of it. Like 18 does like 17, like 16, 15, 14, 13. But I still feel as though 19 at least, you know, is, 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 you know, Shit, that's closer to 22 than 18. So, hey. Anyways, that wasn't my issue. My issue was, I feel as though, I felt as though that she just, I don't know, man. Maybe it was the way her makeup was done up. Maybe it's because black really, her black really doesn't crack. I mean, black doesn't crack, period. But her black really doesn't crack to where she looked younger. But it was creepy as fuck, to say the least. I'm sorry. It was creepy as fuck at times to where I'm like, because there were times where she would murmur like a little girl too. Like she would speak under her breath. Now, granted, these were the times when it was like, woman, you don't speak up for me. I'm a man. I could do all this. I could speak for myself. You don't got to defend me against these racist white cops. You ain't got to do all that other shit, right? So she was afraid to speak up because she didn't want to get smacked in the face. She didn't want to get yelled at. She didn't want anything to happen to her. She had to be the woman in the situation and stay in her place. But she didn't have to fucking murmur like a little girl under her breath. She didn't have to make little girly, uh, sad faces and shit. It was just creepy at times. I'm sorry. Uh, but, um, like, yeah. Um, 
other than all that stuff though there were times where she did really was seem grown and it was like yeah now this is a grown woman right here you know the time where uh again spoiler alert where she uh was was cussing out <laughs> where she was uh cussing out the and i forget the uh woman's name this woman is on the show snowfall uh she plays the Mexican drug queenpin on Snowfall. Snowfall's a great show, by the way. Um, but I forget her name. I forget the actress's name. I forget her name in the movie as well. But uh, she was basically describing that woman um, because she falsely she's a woman. She's the woman who falsely accused Fani of rape. Okay. Uh, so that's how Fonny gets locked up. Fonny's actually locked up in the film, uh, gets locked up. Uh, Tish is pregnant, by the way. Uh, I know I'm skipping all over the place, but let me get on the snowfall chick. So she's describing the snowfall chick, and I was like, finally, she's a grown-ass woman in this scene. And there were other scenes where it was like, I right, she's a grown-ass woman. I think, now that I'm thinking about it, Maybe you see the progression because she's still 19. This is all happening within the same year, so it wasn't like she turned from 19 to to fucking. Well, I think years afterward, toward the end, she's a little bit older because Fonny's a little bit older. Well, yeah, a lot, a little bit older, yeah, because she ends up giving birth to the kid, and the kid is actually a kid, all right, not a baby, but a kid. So obviously, they're going to be older. Uh, but. Uh, she, she, I, I think throughout the film, you can kind of see her a little bit progress from this 19 year old who looks like a, who looks and sound like a 12 year old, uh, just to be real Jew, 10 year old at, at least, uh, in the creepiest of sense ever, um, to a 19 year old who is actually still sounding as young as a 19 year old would sound, but as old as a 19 year old would sound too. Uh, so, um, or a 19 year old going on 20, going into further adulthood. So, um, with that being said, Tisha's character, uh, she wasn't one of the characters that I, and and in fact, I do have a favorite character, (laughs) Tisha's dad, (laughs) Tisha's dad is, and not to take away from Tish, uh, I think Fawny Oh, uh, not Tish's dad, but I'm um, just jumping around. Uh, Fawny was was good. I will say that. <laughs> um, I again, his 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 over dramatic acting at times just made me say, "All right, come on, bro, come on." But that was like everybody else in the film. In fact, the only actor, and I think that's probably why I didn't think he was super. Why he's part of my favorite, other than the fact that he was he was just about about it, was Tish's dad. Tish's dad, uh, forget his name, but his acting wasn't super dramatic, nor was uh, nor was his character just just a bad character to me. I thought his character was dope, and I liked Fonny's dad too. But Fonny's dad was just. Uh, you know, uh, I don't, I think it's weird. It may be in the book it describes, I don't know. Uh, but I, I, I think it's weird how Fawny's pops, like, I wanted to know 
how the fuck did Fonny's father end up having three kids and marrying at some point this woman who is this big strict Christian woman who raised her daughters and tried to raise Fonny that way um, obviously Fonny was the uh, black sheep of the uh, three kids that they had together um, but the girls were as cringy as their mom when it came to being these strict Christian uh, you know women Fonny's pops and Fonny but Fonny's pops is nothing like that the total opposite Fonny's pops drank alcohol These this woman didn't and she forbid it or forbade it whatever the word is right she didn't want to do that Fonny's pops cussed she didn't want to cuss unless she was calling, you know, Tish a slut, uh, you know, all that, a uh, harlot, a charlatan, <laughs> all that other old language to call a woman, whatever the fuck you want to call her, simply because she has sexual urges, right? Back in the days and shit. So, um, she was calling her that. Um, but I'm sitting there thinking throughout that entire scene and before she got slapped the shit out of, and I don't. I do not in no way, shape, or form condone men hitting women, period. Okay? Okay? Now, I understand self-defense is self-defense. And this situation was not self-defense. But I do not condone men hitting weary, hitting women, period. I was about to say weird. But, no, it is weird that men feel comfortable hitting women. But I don't condone it. But, I'm sorry. I condoned the shit out of it <laughs> when he slapped the shit out of his wife or and or ex-wife, the crazy Christian bitch. I'm sorry. I condoned the fuck out of it. He slapped the shit. He slapped her so hard. She fell to the ground. She started crying. I started laughing. She was dazed out of her mind. Now, granted, again, I'm not saying if that were to happen in real life, I will be laughing. Even if this was a situation where I witnessed where this Christian, this little annoying Christian woman was being so fucking annoying to where I'm like, I'm thinking in my mind, somebody ought to slap this bitch. And then somebody actually does slap that bitch. I'm not going to laugh in person in, 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 at the moment. Now, granted, <laughs> granted, when I get home, <laughs> when I get home from that situation and I'm alone, I'm a bust out laughing. I'm sorry. May God slap the shit out of me for that, but <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, yeah, I laugh, man. I'm sorry. This is not a comedy movie. This is not a dramedy. This is not a this is not a drama movie filled with comedy elements. This is a movie that's supposed to be hella dramatic, super super duper dramatic. I get it, but I laughed at that part. I'm sorry. I laughed because I did not like the way that she spoke to Tish. That's number one. I did not like her views on premarital sex and just premarital link uh, uh, and all that other shit. I don't have to agree with somebody on that. I don't have to agree with anybody on anything. But for them to be disrespectful about it, I have a problem with that. I have more of a problem with the disrespect people have with people of opposing lifestyles, people of opposing views. I don't have a problem with the fact that people have different mindsets. I have an issue with the disrespect they have toward people of those different uh, mindsets. And 
Fani's mom was really disrespectful. Fani's sisters were really disrespectful. <laughs> oh my God. God, please don't send me to hell. <laughs> I'm sorry. The way she fell, the way the hit just slapped, the way she was dazed the fuck out, the way she was crying, the way she was all up in her uh, oldest daughter's arms, uh, crying and dazed the fuck out, the way that she couldn't even get her words together at some point because she was slurring her words or shit. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. (laughs) I got to move on from that part before I start cracking up all over this shit, but... Oh my God, yo, I'm in tears right now, yo. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Like once again, I do not condone men hitting women in any form, fashion, never that. Even if it's a situation where she slapped him first and he just retaliated, I do not condone that bullshit. I know many of men who made that mistake. Heck, I know them. Per- I know one personally. Okay. Uh, and it's not cool, man. It's not cool. Uh, it's not cool at all. Okay. It's not, it's not the right decision. Even if she wilding out saying some dumb shit, disrespecting her own kid, disrespecting somebody else's kid, simply because she doesn't, she doesn't agree with the choices other people made. You ain't got to be disrespectful, but that doesn't mean she deserved to be knocked the fuck out the way she did. I'm sorry. I, so I just want to know, I say all that just to say, how the fuck did they have three kids together and when did they meet? Was she the, was she like a super freak before she found God and now that she's found God, uh, she's being super judgmental and shit? Or was Fawny's dad like her at some point and then he said, fuck this shit, I'm going, I'm living my best law. And he, you know, he's, he, he, he started doing what he wanted to do instead of being controlled by the church and shit, so, I don't know, man, that, that could have been a little mini story within itself, that's one thing I wish was at least, at least talked about, if not for at least two minutes of the film, uh, you know, discuss at least for two minutes in the film, um, that would have, you know, provided some insight to shit, that my nosy ass wanted to know, but that did not take away simply because that was not added. It did not take away, uh, my enjoyment from this film. And again, I said, I really liked this movie. Um, despite all it, all of it being super dramatic and everything else. Um, I really did like this movie. Um, I think it's a real nice movie. Uh, granted, I, the ending, I don't consider it a happy ending. I know people are going to say so. I don't consider it a happy ending. I think this is just a movie, uh, and they're, tr- I don't, I don't, it's not based on a true story, but true situation, shit like what happened in a movie does happen in real life, is what I'm saying. And I think that even if it is not based on a true story, uh, we can still learn, uh, from these situations. Granted, do I think that everyone is going to, you know, shit is going to change because of this movie or any other movie that uh, depicts real life situations. No, because if that was the case, then um, movies would have, you know, been changed a lot 
and we wouldn't be in the uh, social, political climates that we're we're in now had it been from movies and books that talked about uh, or that exposed the ugliness of America, basically. Uh, You know, the plight of black men or, you know, the plight of women and, you know, just, just how, or just aspects of religion taking, uh, over making, turning people into basically monsters, these little religious monsters that are causing more pain in the life of their, the lives of their friends and loved ones, um, than, than, you know, this, this devil that they speak of, right, could ever do. Uh, so, I, again, I'm not naive to the fact that, oh my God, they need, I'm not going to say, they need to be more movies and, and, and TV shows and books. And, granted, tell the story. If it's a good story, tell it. I'm not going to be the idiot to say, we need stuff like this. Now, granted, there are people who are probably going to watch it, watch these movies and shows and read these books, and they're going to uh, uh, feel like they need to make a change, and that's great. Um, but I'm not naive enough to say that things are going to just instantly change because of movies like this, books like this. Um but overall, I, I really like the movie. I, you know, I, I don't see... If you didn't like it, I'm curious as to why you didn't like it. Though, other than, again, because the same people that I listen to, um, their displeasure with the movie was my displeasure. It was super dramatic. But all that aside, it wasn't a bad movie. Um... Now, I know people are going to say, well, if the acting was bad, how's it not a bad movie? I'm not saying the acting was bad. I'm saying it was too dramatic for its own good. (laughs) It's what I'm saying. Um, But as far as the story and how the movie was, was everything else about it, I thought it was really good. So I don't want to keep rambling on. That's basically what I have to say about it. And that's the episode right here so uh like i said at the beginning of this episode if you didn't listen to it i'll just reiterate it one more time before i leave um when i don't have any topics to talk about i will do movie reviews and uh i do plan on doing recaps of the show pose when that show returns I will not be doing Insecure Recaps this year simply because Insecure is not returning to 2020, so next year. So I'm not going to re-recap last year's episodes because or last year's season because those episodes are already up. You can go back and listen to those episodes. Um, but this has been another episode of the Let's Talk About It podcast with your host, Ernest. You love Ernest, same guy, different name. Timestamps will be in the description box below. You can listen to whatever movie review you want to listen to. I appreciate it if you listen to both. I appreciate it if you only listen to five to ten minutes of both. Or just one of them, okay? Stay black if you're black. Stay beautiful. Black Lives Matter. And I'm out.
Peace.